counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if it's your first visit, I'm really pleased to have you here. Hope you're having a good day. I do you know what? I always wonder what you're doing when you're listening to this. I suppose you could be doing lots of things. What I tend to do is I listen to podcasts when I'm walking my dog, Kim. And um, yeah, I listen to podcasts in the car as well. But I've not been driving as much these late these days, obviously, because of the lockdown. So I've not been listening in the car. I also listen a lot when I'm doing like the washing up or housework. I find it really helpful to sort of do something mundane and also be... Well, often with me, it's learning things. I often listen to podcasts and learn about different things, but also it can be great for learning about personal development. And I also listen to comedy podcasts as well. So so let me know, come over to social media, let me know. You'll find me on Instagram. So it's grow your practice, all lowercase, no spaces, or hop over to LinkedIn and find Jane Travis and let me know, tell me what you get up to. Not that I'm nosy or anything, obviously. And just before I get started as well, I just want to say there's a good chance that you might hear the dog barking outside. I've just had had a situation where I was just starting to record this podcast, literally, and then my phone went, so I had to stop. And then I started recording again, then the phone went again, so I had to stop. And then I started recording and the, the dog got up. So I heard a get up and the tippy tap of her toenails on the floor. And I thought, well, that can only mean one thing. She's going to bark. So I've let her go outside. But because there's a load of football being played outside my house, she's now barking at all the footballers. So if you can hear her barking, I do apologise. But I really need to record this for you. So what we're going to talk about today is, well, I'm going to be answering the question, does social media work when it comes to attracting clients? But Before I do, I just want to talk to you about something that I'm really excited about that's going to be happening soon. So would you like to breathe a little bit of new life into both you and your practice? Ready for the second half of the year? Yes, it's going to soon be the second half of the year. How the heck did that happen? But wouldn't it be lovely to start in the second half of the year feeling confident, motivated and focused? Because we've all been through a tough time, no matter what our circumstances, this last, let's face it, it's going to soon be 18 months. It's been really difficult, hasn't it? So if you're feeling fed up or feeling a bit burnt out or basically lost your mojo, then this is for you because I'm doing something called the Refresh 5-Day Challenge. And this is going to take you from feeling overwhelmed and exhausted to feeling motivated, inspired and confident, ready to get going for the second half of the year. Now, this is free, so free is always good, isn't it? But what I've done is I've made it so that you're going to be able to reconnect with your passion for counselling and helping people. I'm going to help you to understand the real benefits for you of having more clients and including the income that can bring to your life. 
you're going to have the chance to take control and focus on what it is that you want from your practice. And also, and this is a biggie, it's all about tackling imposter syndrome because we all struggle with imposter syndrome, don't we, at different times. So let's tackle it head on so that it can stop holding us back. So really, it's about discovering your strengths so that you can grow a business that works for you. So what does it include? Well, you'll get a daily video and a worksheet for each of the different topics. I'm going to be going live four times to have a chat with you, to offer you some more hints and tips, to answer any questions, and just help you along the way. And there's going to be a two-week exclusive refreshed Facebook challenge group where you can meet with others, you can support others and be supportive in your in your sort of journey. Journey, I hate that. I hate when people talk about journey, but it will be a little journey for you. But also there's a chance for you to work with me one-to-one. Now, I only work exclusive with exclusively for coaching for grow your private practice members and to work with me for one hour work is actually 147 pounds so this is a unique opportunity for me to come and work with you and spend an hour absolutely focusing on you and on your practice to help you to move it forward so you get the chance to win that now it all starts on the 21st of june but if you go and sign up now then that will kind of get you on the list and you'll get reminded a bit closer to the t- closer to the time that it's opening and you'll find that at janetravis.co.uk slash refresh and I'll share that link in the show notes below. Now I am so excited about this. I've been working really hard on getting this ready for you for ages and it's actually a little bit similar to the challenge that I did for members of the Grow Your Private Practice membership in January which got really amazing feedback so I'm hoping, I'm looking forward to sharing it with you and I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy it and find it as useful as they did. And I'm sure that you will. So go and sign up and tell your counselling friends as well. Okay, back to today's subject. Now, I was planning to do a podcast podcast about this subject and it was on my list and it was like, you know, this is what I was actually going to talk about today. But I actually saw this question in a Facebook group the other day And it's summed up nicely what the subject of this is, because somebody asked, just out of interest, how many clients do you get from advertising your practice on Facebook? So this is a question I see so many times. And I think in order to answer it, we need to zoom out a little bit to consider what is the process that clients go through when they decide to come to us for counselling. Now, I actually did a podcast all about this. It's episode two, so it was right at the beginning, and it's called The Client's Journey into Therapy, and I'll share a link to that below. So go and have a listen to that. Now, rarely do people wake up one day and think, you know, I think I could do with a little bit of counselling, and then just be scrolling through social media and, and see something from somebody on social media and think, oh, I'll give them a call then. I mean, that just doesn't happen, does it? I mean, when we think about the process of how it, how, how people go into counselling, it can take a long time. It can sometimes take a very long time for somebody to get from that point of thinking, well, actually, I'm really starting to struggle with this, to thinking, right, I really need to get that help now. And in fact, I've got a friend of mine who told me that it took them over a year from deciding that they wanted to get some help to making that first appointment. 
So that, you know, we do, we ruminate about something about this for a long time. We tell ourselves that we're all right, really, or we're making this big thing out of it, or I'll just talk to my friends, or I'll just do some extra self-care, or or I'll do some journaling, or something like that. We try to talk ourselves out of going to counselling, don't we? For, you know, for the majority of people, I think that's true anyway. Let me know what you think. So if people realise there's something that they need to work on, and then don't come to us, you know, don't actually take that step to get the help for a long time. What is it that they're doing in the meantime? And that's where social media, I think, comes in. That's where a lot of our marketing comes in. Because in the meantime, it's for us to let them know that actually you're there. You know, you're there and you can help them. So those people might be keeping an eye out for information about whatever it is that they're struggling with. They might be looking for blogs to read or social media posts that, you know, offer advice or thoughts for reflection or hints and tips and that sort of thing. So throughout that time, they're kind of looking around and seeing what there is available. So when they see that you work with the issues that they identify with, they might start to follow you on social media. They might start to read your blogs you're going to be on their radar. And the fact that you're out there consistently and regularly showing up shows that you're somebody that can be trusted, that you're genuine, that you're in for the long haul. It also shows by the posts that you're putting out there that you're knowledgeable. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to have the answer to everything. It just means kind of joining in the conversation, doesn't it? And We all know the importance of the therapeutic relationship. So in the time that they're following you on social media, they're getting a feel for you and they're deciding whether you're the sort of person that they're going to feel comfortable with talking to in a counselling situation. Now, something something I sometimes see on social media is that it's kind of being used almost like a notice board. So imagine that you are in your local supermarket and you pin a message on the, on the notice board that they often have there. And it says something like, qualified, experienced counsellor offering a safe space to talk. Call me now for an appointment. Now, the only person that's going to ring is somebody who is at exactly that point where they're ready to pick up the phone and speak to you. Everybody else is just going to kind of, it's just going to go over their head. And it's exactly the same with social media. If we go on and we're just saying, you know, we're just advertising insofar as we're saying, hey, come to me for counselling, then that's just going to go over the top of people's heads. It's not going to form a connection. It's not really going to help you to get to attract clients. So how are you going to attract clients? Well, here are some tips for how you can use social media to get clients. So the first thing is, who is it that you're actually trying to attract? Because there's a saying And it says, if you try and attract everyone, you'll attract no one. And it's so true. So if you think to yourself, well, I just want to help everybody. You know, I want to help, you know, all sorts of different issues. I completely understand that. And you can still do that. You can still work with lots of different things. But you need to have your messaging in place. You need to have your niche there. You need to know who it is that you're talking to, otherwise your message isn't going to really land with anybody. The second thing to really consider is consistency, because consistency brings trust. Like I say, if you're out there 
consistently posting on social media, consistently being seen, then that helps people to trust that you're not just somebody who's, you know, it, it lets people trust that you're serious about what you do. And that's, you know, there's nothing more important than trust in the counselling relationship because people are going to trust you with their, with their deepest, darkest secrets. People are going to trust you with their mental health. And that is really, really important. The next thing is I would make sure that your website speaks to your ideal client. So when people click through to your website to check out a little bit more about you, it needs to be immediately clear that that person is in the right place and that you're going to be the right client, the right counsellor for them. I also highly recommend that you produce a monthly blog because this is a well, there's a few reasons that this is a really good thing to do. And I have got some podcasts about that. So I'll share some details below of the podcasts to listen to. But sharing a monthly blog post really helps to demonstrate your knowledge. Uh, but not only that, the blog post that you write can be repurposed and shared lots and lots of times in lots of different ways. So that could all be uh, that could all help you with what you're going to share on your social media. And it all helps with that trust factor. Something else that's important is that you format your posts to encourage engagement. And the engagement that I'm talking about here is we're looking to encourage comments. It's important to encourage comments from the people that are reading your posts. And again, this is for many reasons, but really one of them is that this can make the process more enjoyable for you. You know, the more we enjoy our, our marketing, the more we enjoy what we do, the more we're going to do it. If you don't enjoy marketing, you're going to procrastinate and you're going to put it off and that's not going to help you. So the more you enjoy it, the better, really. So if you enjoy your social media because you can, you, can, you can connect with other people, then that's fantastic. But the more you have engagement on your posts, the more the social media platforms will share those posts. So more and more people will get to see what you put out there. Now, I do talk about this in depth in episode six, which is called What is Social Media Engagement and Why You Need to Know? And again, I'll link that below. But it's well worth having a listen to that because engagement really is the most important metric when it comes to social media at the moment. So everything you're trying to do on social media is about increasing that engagement. Number six of these tips. So the next thing is to really increase the number of followers that you have. Now, social media is kind of a numbers game. Now, it's true that the numbers that you have following you, you want the people following you to be the sort of person that's going to be interested in what you're sharing. So that's true. So you don't just want absolutely anybody following you because if they're not interested in what you're putting out there, then your engagement is going to go down. And as we've just talked about, you want to increase your engagement. So you really want to be attracting the sort of people that are going to be interested in what it is that you put out there. But the more people that engage with what you put out there, the, the better it is for you. Therefore, it makes sense that you work and you actively work on increasing the number of your followers. The more followers that you have, the more people see what you're posting and the, the more benefits there are for you. And number seven, are you sharing things that are relevant? So we're looking at sharing relevant things, things that are, re are relatable to the person that's reading it. Are they entertaining? And when I say entertaining, I don't mean that you've got to like juggle or anything, but are you being a little bit 
preachy. I think I, I know myself when I first started, I kind of came from the point of, right, I'm going to teach them things. I'm going to teach them about breath techniques. I'm going to teach them about journaling, that sort of thing. And as you know, if you feel like somebody's teaching you something, well, I don't know, maybe you don't, but for me, it really makes me stop listening. It really turns me off. It doesn't help to form a connection. I know that. So if you can recognize that in yourself, don't worry if that's how it is for you, because we're all learning. You know, we're all learning. You're learning. I'm learning. We're all constantly learning. So if you think, actually, I think I might be a little bit teachy in what I'm putting out there, don't worry about it. We can change it. You know, there's lots of ways that you can change it. So just concentrate on learning a bit more about how you can post relatable things, how you can post more more things that will bring that connection. Now, if you're not really sure about this, I have so many things that can help you with this. One is the Social Media Made Simple course, which is a full course in the membership that's going to share the most up-to-date ways to use social media, including engagement rates, including how to, how to encourage more comments, so much stuff. So if you do struggle with it, please don't struggle. Just come and join the social media sorry, just come and join the Grow Your Private Practice membership. We've got loads of help there for you. Something else to consider is, you know, this question is, do you get clients from social media? And I would say, you know, do you ever know where your clients exactly come from? And can we ever really know? So if you, if your client has come from sort of a directory, and that's the only place that they've looked, then you can say that that directory is the thing that brought them to you. And that's fair enough. But people often use lots of different things to gauge whether or not you're the person that they want to go and work with. So they may just have a look on Google. They may find you on a directory, but then check out your website and then check out your social media or check out your blogs to get a real feel for you. So if you ask somebody, how did you find me? The answer isn't always going to be exactly accurate. So if you ask somebody how they found you and they don't say social media, that doesn't mean that your contributions on social media aren't encouraging people to use you because that's something that you'll probably just never know. To be honest, I think the biggest thing that I see when it comes to social media is that it's not given the priority that it needs. So often social media is seen as a bit of an afterthought, something that's rushed and it's not considered. And I completely understand that because, well, I don't know if I don't know if this is something you struggle with, but I suspect this is something that a lot of us struggle with. And that for me is the mindset that I'm not just fiddling about on social media, that I'm not just playing. Do you know what I mean? Because so often social media is seen as something we do socially. It's seen as something we tell ourselves off for, for being on social media too much. It's something that's often seen as a bad thing. So if you're on social media, it might be in the back of your head, there's something that's saying I really shouldn't be on social media. But this is about work. This is about business. And what you're doing is you're using social media as a business tool to help your business to attract more clients. More clients means more income. And we need more income to enable us to live the life that we want to live. Now, I know myself that when I do that panicky thing of going, oh, my God, I've not posted for four days. I'm going to have to post. What am I going to say? I can't think of a thing to write. 
when I do that, I find that whatever I put out there isn't going to be of such a good quality and it doesn't get the results. And if it doesn't get the results, that means that I don't get that engagement. I don't get people, you know, commenting on what I've put out there. And that means that the next time I put something out, the, the, the social media algorithms mean that it's going to show what I put, put out there to fewer people. So it's a cumulative effect. So it's really important to be putting out there good quality posts. Now, I'm telling you to put out good quality posts. If you're new to this, look, marketing is a new skill. And as such, it's going to be something that's new to learn. And it is going to take you some time and some effort to learn about how to use social media. But when you consider how much money a few extra clients is going to bring you, it's going to be worth it. Now, I understand that this can feel daunting, especially if you're new, but that's exactly why I produced the Private Practice Success Roadmap. It goes through all of the main marketing skills like your messaging, so your niching, who is it that you're talking to, how should you talk to them, what do they need from you. It goes through your website, what pages you need, what to put on those pages, how to make that attractive to your clients. It goes through producing content, so it could be blogs that helps your readers to see how knowledgeable you are and it helps your readers just by what you're writing on there and also obviously using social media so look don't don't worry if this all feels like a lot there's help out there I've got lots of help to help you and trust me it doesn't cost a fortune the grow your private practice membership at the moment is 35 pounds a month and I think for most people for the benefits that it's going to bring you that's going to give you that's just going to really really help you so even if you're only in for two or three months you're going to get a lot out of that you're never going to find anything at such a good price it's going to give you such a lot so in answer to the question will social media get me clients the answer really is yes it will if you're sharing things that your ideal clients find helpful and interesting if you're sharing posts that get engagement so that more people see what you're posting, if you're sharing with some degree of consistency, because consistency helps to build trust, if it's backed up with a website that speaks to your ideal clients, and if you're actively growing your followers, then yes, social media will add to the decision making that goes on that makes someone choose you over anybody else. Okay, so that's it for this week. I really hope that you found this useful. And just a little reminder that the free Refresh 5-Day Challenge starts on the 21st of June and you can actually hop on over to janetravis.co.uk slash refresh to sign up now. And just before I go, I want to ask you a little favour, please. Now, if you find the Grow Your Private Practice show helpful at all, would you share it with your counselling friends? The more counsellors do good quality marketing, the more counsellors get out there and are visible, the better it is for the profession as a whole. Okay, so that's it. Why not come and join me? Why not come and connect with me? The best places to find me are on Instagram. So check out Grow Your Private Practice, all lowercase no spaces, or find just have a look for Jane Travis on LinkedIn and come say hi. I'd love to hear from you. So have a fantastic week. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Bye-bye. 
you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.